dope veterans. Two dope motherfucking veterans. This is veteran Mr. Gent. This is uh, T. Davis, Double Time Fitness. So we got a special guest in the building today. This homie here has been tight with me since 2002 on a consistent basis. My boy Danger Dan, a.k.a. Low Lamar. Yo, what's up, everybody? That's what's up. Man, so he's going to probably, more than likely, indefinitely be dope veteran number three. Well, shit, it's our first guest. Might as well be part of it. Well, I'm honored. You might, you might well say you, you, dope, you mm-hmm. dope number three then. Well, you dope three put a stamp is. on it. All right, so dope what's, what's the topic three. for today, man? What we got on the list today? Uh, I mean, the weather. <laughs> we could, uh, that's what's prevalent. I mean, y'all talk about yeah. y'all relationship, how y'all met each other. That, yeah, I think that's so. Like, start there. Well, my homie here, yeah, he came in. Be he enlisted before I did. No one to talk about it. When was your when was your enlistment date? What brought you to joining? You know, tell tell you a quick story. How how to the point where we actually met up? Well, shoot. So you know, just real quick. I born in D.C. Grew up on the, on the East Coast. My dad was retired Air Force. Uh, joined the army when I was 17. Just one day got into a big argument with my pops and decided that I just want to go do my own thing, move away far away from home and signed up here to get a waiver for me. And uh, yeah, shoot, just within two years of being in, I ended up uh, getting an opportunity to volunteer to deploy. Was supposed to have been to Turkey, which ended up being Kuwait and then Iraq. And uh, yeah, that's when we met, whenever I volunteered to, to come on over to good old Good old 96. 96 trans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, real quick, I'm going to digress for a quick second. Now, you got Monty Davis right here, this man. He enlisted and was actually in 4th ID the exact same time we was there. All right? So he knows about Sports Dome, a.k.a. Fight Club. Mm. He knows about all of that shit, right? The Dome. The Dome. Right. Now, but check this shit out. So... I want to see if you recall this situation. Now, he was a tanker, all right? 19 kilo. You were 88 Mike, though, last name, homie. I got two MOSs. How many you got? <laughs> One. But being a mechanic was worth more than everybody out there. That's right, because you didn't know what to, how to handle it. You break it, can't fix it, right? As far as I knew, if you're going to fuck with it, you need to know how to work it and fix it, right? Anyway, anyway, that's enough. That's enough. I'm right. You can apologize later. But check this shit out. So we was on the cast last week, right, having our discussions and stuff, talking about being deployed. Now, uh, the topic of the discussion at the time was uh, 2003 when we got deployed out there. Now, we left January 11th, 2013. We landed January 13th. Few months passed by, Bush declares war. Do you recall that big push that we had to do when we had to shut down from Arab John? Yeah. And do that push. I do. Now you rode on a deuce yep. the whole way, right? Yep. Deuce and a half. So what do you recall up to us having yeah. just stop? You remember we came to a, a, an abrupt stop because we went through that badass dust storm. I do. The, man, I haven't thought about that in a while, man. Now, but here's what I want to ask you. Do you recall... After we passed Navstar, mm-hmm. we kept going. Do you recall seeing a bunch of tankers and infantrymen walking? 
Mm, nope. You don't recall that? Because we kept, because we had came to an abrupt stop not too long after that. Because I remember bitching and complaining like, "Yo, why the fuck are we passing?" Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it was it was at, at, at nighttime. It was coming down to yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me why this nigga was talking and he recalled being on mission, and a bunch of het motherfuckers was passing by. <laughs> that was us passing this nigga. Wow. <laughs> wow. Small fucking world. Small world. Small ass world. And that actually happened. So That's I was like, wild. wait a minute. Wait, y'all was passing? Because they was on their way. Where were y'all on y'all way to, boss? Ba- uh, Bakuba? Yeah. They was on their way up there. And then y'all got halted by that bad dust storm. Y'all must have. night really so during the daytime it was on we was on y'all so mm-hmm. we got halted by it, anything and everything yeah so i just thought that was a trippy ass story because he wild. started talking about it and i'm like hold on i remember when the fuck that happened i remember complaining about that shit that's why will you tell him them wow. hadn't bro we didn't wow. have them things didn't have ac he know what ac was like because he also drove 915s yeah, nah, we did not have it. Did not have AC. I mean, it, you roll the windows down and go fifty miles an hour and put your head out. But that's yeah, wet your head up or put something over your head and shit. You know. But what you saying? know what I thought you was talking about? I thought you was talking about when we first crossed over Navistar. When when we first went over and all the senior NCOs somehow had an issue with the oh. and they start kicking people out. Remember, we had people. Bro. Okay, so yeah, we was doing the major push. Now here it is. 96 Transportation Company actually housed close to 400 soldiers, mm-hmm. right? That's a large-ass company. Now, the thing is, you got you got a headquarters platoon, and then you got maintenance. Now, we was the largest platoon, mm-hmm. right? But then you had all the drivers, 88 mics. So, it was a total of one, two, it was six, six platoons, right? Of course, the 88 mics don't have a problem getting a ride well us mechanics we got a problem <laughs> getting a ride so we had naturally we had to hop down with the heads all right we came to this fucking stop and it was dark as shit i completely forgot about this yeah. story man. and um we came to this stop and it was goddamn sergeant patterson i remember hearing him talking so much shit maintenance y'all get out get the fuck out the vehicles now, so, and Red was, me and Red was riding with Sergeant Clay at the time. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who you was riding with? Uh, I was riding with Chief. Oh, well, you were straight. Yes, no, I wasn't. No? Because I also had Cruz and uh, oh yeah, and um, Morgan. So, we got kicked out. I find that odd. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Then how the fuck did I end up riding? Okay, anyway, so, they kick us out. Now, me and Red, we both were saw gunners, right? And... I already didn't like none of the motherfuckers to begin with. Kick, kick y'all out to do what? <laughs> exactly. You know, don't ask questions. Just do, right? Yeah. So we standing there, dead ass in the middle of wherever the fuck. Bro, mooned us. And I'm losing my shit. They act like they had a problem with us riding the vehicle. Like, uh, it, it, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of information. Not just a command. We get up, standing there. I'm seeing some of the vehicles starting to move. So I kind of lost my shit. You know, I'm just mad, right? 
Do you remember what you said? <laughs> Do you remember what you said? Let 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 you say it, and and let's see if he remembers it. All right. So I remember he was a saw gunner, as you said, right? And he said, "If y'all leave me," he was almost in tears, right? So emotional because we're about to get left. They were just going to leave us, right? And they told us because all these vehicles are coming in the convoy. So you got just vehicles going, vehicles going. And we're just standing out there with all of our gear for the whole deployment, waiting for a ride with bumper number bumper numbers that we may or may not see at nighttime, right? And he said, "If y'all leave me here, I'm gonna take this saw and I'm just gonna start aiming for gas tanks and just start squeezing." You know what I'm saying? I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but he threatened to shoot up the whole convoy if we didn't get a ride, and I felt that man. You know what I'm saying? Because the people that did that were. E6s and E7s, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know? And it taught me, though, man, the politics of just the military, you know? Mm, yeah, I do recall that because, like, we already, maintenance platoon. So you were going to go postal before postal, huh? Oh, facts. Oh, yeah, yeah. I Thank you for, for that friendly reminder. So I completely forgot <laughs> yeah, about yeah, the yeah. whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah shit. But, yeah, um, yeah, so after we get kicked out, I'm standing there, nobody... Nobody, none of us know what's going on. We all didn't ride together. Yeah, we're on the same convoy. But I figured at, at least somebody might have had a, a bit of relief of information. Don't nobody know shit. And it's all us lower ranked people, right? Nobody in charge. No, none of that, right? So I see these vehicles going. That's when I do remember. I started flipping the fuck out, making threats. And I'm being dumb serious. This ain't, this ain't private first class gent talking this is maurice gent talking that's it fuck the bullshit fuck all of that right and i remember sergeant uh walters mm -hmm. came around Gent, yo you can't be you can't be saying shit you can't yeah. be saying stuff like that and i said you think i'm motherfucking bullshitting do you think i'm bullshitting i am not i'm not even close to bullshitting right now and then he asked it red he is his weapon locked and loaded? And he was like, no, nah, no, nah, Sergeant. Jen, is your weapon locked and loaded? I locked and loaded that shit dead in front of him. And I said it wasn't, but now it is. On some Huey Newton shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I wasn't bullshit. I said, I'm telling you right now. All that right there is going to get chewed the fuck up. Now, I'm over here holding a couple of drums on me, right? Y'all isn't what y'all ain't gonna do is leave us here. And my in my mind at the time, you know, it made sense to me at the time. It was stupid as fuck generally, of course, yeah. right? But my young ass, in my mind, y'all the enemy too. You I know what I'm saying? It was shocking, man. That you know, like you're taught to lean on just you know the people that share that same uniform, right? And here it is, we all train to go to war. We're actually in a war, and the first half of the first day you get kicked out with no explanation they just tell you just wait you know what i'm saying i don't know it's just you know it was crazy you know what's you know what's fucked up though um sergeant walters ended up running around trying to find out some information for us and shit and and i'm just saying my mind frame at the time that now that is what he did but in my mind at the time I'm I'm the one who got us a fucking ride. Oh yeah, that, you know what I'm saying. And to be honest, man, like looking back on it, I think the only reason that they, it's our leadership and maintenance platoon wasn't the most respected, right? It wasn't. So whenever they came up with the chalk assignments and every everything like that, we were always the last people to find out. 
and we didn't have as many vehicles as the 88 mics because that's what they do for a living, right? We yeah. just fix their vehicles. So they were trying to plug and play, and it was, well, let's see who we like. Let's see who we don't want to ride with us. You know what I'm saying? You're going to yeah. be stuck in a vehicle with someone for a couple weeks or a month. You don't want to be a person that you're not comfortable with. And I didn't think a lot of them were comfortable with just our personalities. Yeah. We had that. The most people that they kicked out were the people that were called the Goon Squad. The Goon know? Squad, yeah. And and um, I remember we had got a ride and couldn't couldn't nobody fucking talk to me. Don't just leave me the fuck alone right now. Now, Red, he was right there. You know, I remember putting down a fucking tarp. Um, like the uh, the poncho. I put down a poncho to my tarp. I put a poncho down. Done my gas mask because everybody kept talking about scud missiles and shit might be going off or some shit like that. I'm going to bed right here after we didn't got to where we were going. Wake up and shit. There's a bunch of us there. I got pulled to the side. I think Sergeant Cruz and she wasn't even the our platoon sergeant at mm-hmm. the time. Sergeant Harris. Yeah. <laughs> sergeant Harris was the platoon guy. A uh, platoon guy uh, was the platoon sergeant and. Chief ended up pulling me to the side, and they all were informed about my threats and shit like that. But they, you know what, on some cool shit, they kept that shit, on, they swept that shit under the rug. They, like, it didn't go any higher. And Just shit. like they kept under the rug when no boy was trying to pull that pistol out when I got into a fight with him, Sergeant Thompson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you drug him, man. Yeah. You know, see, that's the thing I had respect about my homeboy. He ain't talking just to fill up air. You know what I'm saying? You know how some people get mad. You look at them, what you going to do, almost fight? Like, uh, who gives a fuck? And he had told, buddy, not loud, not talking like a gangster, no bullshit like that. Stop talking about me. Keep my name out your mouth, just like that. You know what I'm saying? Respect that, right? Don't be coming to this woman right here, somebody that you know I'm I'm in dealings with, talking to, trying oh, to build with. He was married. No, no, not when you drug him. Not when you drug them. You're right. You're right. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. Right. 2003, yeah. I introduced yeah. y'all, yeah. and y'all yeah. started. They started Facts. building like off Facts. bat. Yeah. Right. And see, that's that's a, that's a uh, unknown unknown. <laughs> the games that are played between the ranks, bro. Yeah. Speak on that, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's true. So, matter of fact, you're gonna have to speak on that because he 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 was a staff sergeant, right? So, thing is, I introduced him and his well, his a uh, his son's mother. Um, I introduced them to, and they hit it off. I'm like, God damn, I'm kind of mad I introduced them because we all used to go to the dining facility. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. She over here, hey, he ain't got to go nowhere. She bringing back two plates. But no, no, no. no. I, you know, I, I was sick. I was sick, right? I wasn't feeling good. We was about to. matter if you were sick or not. He's leaving the fact out. Where does she work at? <laughs> she, hmm? <laughs> oh, she was a cook. <laughs> she worked at the defect. Right? Even better. So you got the you got the you got the plug. And she hooked he got all the, hot the plate. She hooked the whole goon squad up, right? But sometimes I was sick. Was cool. <laughs> and she was she brought me like I think lunch and dinner. And this dude that was in her platoon, one of the NCOs, like he had he, he had feelings for, it, right? And he made a comment talking about your man's this, that, and the other because you got to bring him food. What kind of man is he? Or some nonsense. And someone told me, and I'm just like, yo, man, you know what? This this, this sorry needs to talk to. I just need to let him know, hey, listen, like, just keep my name out of your mouth, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you have something that you want to saw right now, just keep your name out of my mouth. 
and shit kind of got out of control. Yeah, so. Hold on. Let me, let me say something. In the Army, um, like the Aaliyah song, which is wrote by R. Kelly, which they made us listening to, age ain't nothing but a number. Right. So we can both be 23, but I'm a private and you a sergeant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we cool, but at when the, when the rubber meets the road, you got to go to at ease for me. Facts. That's power. Facts. Especially in front of a woman who's a private. Now, when a woman's an NCO, nine times, that, that don't impress her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But to a young motherfucker that's just out here, just straight out from high school, straight from their mama's titty, you got a man that wants you and that's going to do everything for you, but he on your level. Then you got a man that wants you, who's above you, who ain't supposed to be fucking with you, but he got that power. Mm. So not only is that putting you in an uncompromising situation, because you got to respect the rank, but the person is another thing. Exactly. And I've been through that same thing because when I was, like, I was same shit. Me and this chick, we were vibing. Hey, private, go on the other side. Go on, hey, go on the other car. Mm-hmm. Hold on, not me mm-hmm. and her, you know that. But uh, Roger's hard. What I'm finna do? Can't buck on him. Because nah. I really ain't finna fuck with after that. I'm gonna be on extra duty, motherfucker, hitting the NCO. Lost everything for somebody who really wants me mm-hmm. at that time. That's so true, man. It makes you think, you know, like, I think a lot of soldiers, veterans especially, when you look back on the things that happened in the news with politics and you got this governor in a sex scandal, you got this congressman in a sex scandal and all this abuse of power, like we saw that every day, right? Yeah, that was annoying. When you're 17, 18, 19 years old, you don't don't know, it's just, it's it's common practice, right? It's, It's just, we know it's against the rules per se, at least what they tell us, but you know, there's, there's the rule, there's the policy procedure, and then there's your, your, I guess, what do you call it? Uh, common practice right or or, or or the things that actually unwritten happen. laws and yeah shit you know like what I'm saying? yeah 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 and, and in it, that that situation what tripped me out was yeah this guy didn't show her that type of attention before i'm talking about that nco right but now that he's seeing she's giving that attention to somebody now all of a sudden he wants that attention and he might be married Happy wife, happy life. Actually, he was he married. He was married. Actually, yeah. yeah. So, a kid. So the funny thing is, uh, dude, from my recollection, so since you had an action, mm-hmm. and you, <laughs> I'm going to say what I remember. So what I recall is him saying something, him getting ready to say something about it, but it was a constant. So then we was in the tent, and she came up to him, you know, chilling, but then, you know, that got brought up. And he was like, yo, when I see dude. Yeah, y'all downrange, man. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're downrange. When I see dude. This is not on American ground. No, we're not in garrison. No, we're not in garrison. you dealing with why you deployed. Right. You got your feel like war is still live. So he, he said, yo, when I see buddy, man, we just got to get some straightening. He wasn't jumping up and down, pissed off. It's just it is what it is. You know, I got to go put on these shoes and shit. It was just that simple, right? We get we walk out the tent. Yo, not even 15 seconds later, seemingly, <laughs> there he is. Hey, son, let me holler at you real quick. And it went down just like that, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, but I'm used to. Here's what, 
<laughs> here's what I'm used to seeing growing up here. I see you. I'm about to check your jaw. Just like that. This nigga reaches for his throat like he was about to, he, like he wanted to kill him. Fuck, fuck the knockout and say, hey, now your ass learned. He tried to rip his throat off. And I, it, like the fight happened so fucking quick, right? And the nigga's shirt, not him. The NCO shirt was stretched all the way the fuck down. <laughs> like the shit he was happened. trying to get up out of there. <laughs> Bro, this shit was fucking stretched. You know what I'm saying? But you know what's crazy? Oh, I got a phone call. But what's crazy is, didn't Chief get involved in that situation too? He did. That's crazy, did. man. I might as well talk about that. I gotta go ahead and conduct the rest of this interview. I gotta take this. Oh, yeah, we call. got you. We got you. All right, appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, that, that dynamic, I've been through that a bunch of times. Man, I've never, I've never like thought about the way that you put it. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a really good way of putting it. And it, it is, man. Like it's, it's tough. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when you look at the things that have happened in the news, with you know recently for hood, a lot of the the the, the girl that got yeah, killed in the arms room and shit like that. Like some people, some of my non-military friends, right? They don't understand how something mm-hmm. like that could happen. We understand how that could happen. I don't understand how. It could just go because they don't they don't understand the dynamics of arms room. They don't understand the dynamics of oily room, oily room, or even just the the time like five thirty, six thirty when everybody's out saluting. Mm -hmm. You can have a window to where you don't see nobody for two or three, four or five hours. Exactly. So a lot of shit can happen in that time, and you can't blame that on the leadership. Mm-hmm. But most time, the leadership is the ones that get the bear, the burden of the burden. Because I've had leaders like I grew up without a without a dad, right? Single mom, parent, single parent home. So when I joined, I joined at eighteen, straight out of high school. I graduated in June, and I was in a year later. Did ROTC all four years of high school. Mm-hmm. So when I'm around these men, I'm experiencing them more than the average man that had men around. You know what I'm saying? I had my granddads around and stuff like that. I had cousins, but it wasn't that man. It wasn't that structure. Mm-hmm. So the facade or the, the aura of your first sergeant when you first get in, mm-hmm. the facade, the aura of your sergeant major, mm-hmm. the, the uh, generals, colonels, back then. I'm mm-hmm. saying back then. I know now right. motherfuckers don't care. Mm-hmm. But back then, your sergeant major was damn near like your great great uncle. You didn't want to. You didn't want to fucking let them down. Yeah. So when you did let them down, they talked to you. They gave you. You got your punishment. Mm-hmm. You got your forty five foot or whatever, whatever. But you was able to talk. You was able to get it back. Now you can't get it back when you're just doing the natural thing of trying to talk to a woman. Mm. As an NCO, we're told not to fraternize, you're told not to, but this this woman, same age as me. Mm. This woman is single. This woman ain't got no kids. This, this woman cooks for me, brings mm-hmm. me plates, does all that shit. And it's not that I'm an NCO while she's doing it. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm a man. Florida people click with Florida people for some reason. Texas people, everywhere you at, once you get your your vibe and once you get around your people, 
in the army, that's your livelihood. That's true. But then you got those people who don't know that. You got those outliers who was just raised by themselves or they was the the black sheep of the family. Mm-hmm. And that's the ones that take advantage of like that situation. That person probably had a wife at home, da 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 da. Or it could have been hell at home. We don't know. Cause like it's, it's man, the last what's say shit, the last ten years of my military service, the army kept me together. It wasn't home. Was I didn't home. have shit to go to at home. Because when you go through the divorces and shit like that, you can lean on the army more than you can lean on a fucking uh, Burger King or whatever, you Absolutely, know, the, the civilian. Yeah. You can you can actually lean on your battle buddies more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They'll take the pain away because nine times out of ten, most of them done been through it too. Yeah. So it's just a different dynamic of understanding what you went through. That's so true, man. Because I look at it now when I'm, I'm dating because I'm single now. And people don't understand that my dating is on 20 compared to what you're used to. Mm. You're still thinking high school, lovey-dovey. Mm-hmm. No, I, what's your credit score? Uh, you know what I'm saying? What, what, I, what, what's your five-year plan? What's your right. three-year plan? Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna be doing this, this. I'm finna get my 100%. I'm finna get... I'm finna get all what's deserving to me as a veteran. A civilian really just thinking about the next paycheck. That's true. So it it sort of hinders you because you feel like, damn, she should understand, but how could she? Damn, I want my partner to understand, but how could she? When you broke down that story mm-hmm. of how you had to get some straightening, mm-hmm. I zipped back to about 10 situations to where I had to get some straightening because the motherfucker got rank on me, so he hitting on mine. Mm-hmm. And mine don't understand he hitting on you. Mm-hmm. So true. And, so true. And, and women in the Army is, man, this shit, this shit, woo. Letting that go without letting it go. Okay. So again, uh, this person that I'm very ignorant about, uh, what's his name again? Your fault, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, Houston Texans quarterback. Um, I think he played at Clemson. Yeah. And he won. A, he beat Alabama. You know, you don't beat Alabama in the motherfucker in college. He beat Alabama. Black guy. What say he got a he got a uh, Forrest Whitaker type lazy eye type thing going on. Yeah. Young guy, I I, I want to say he under. Shit, twenty three, he got to be under twenty three. Yeah. Uh, accusations. He he, good quarterback, made it happen without talent, but uh, now that he doesn't want to be there anymore, it feels like the floodgates are opening to make his name as dirty as it can be. And what purpose is that supposed to serve? So if he can't stay with us, he ain't going nowhere. Well, it's it's more to if you ain't gonna be with me, you ain't gonna be with nobody else. That women, women, women. This is a woman tactic. As a man, I've been through this. A woman is allowed 
to feel her feels. You could tell her. Yeah, that's we're a baby not, mama complex, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it ain't even a baby mama. It's just they don't even have to have a child to feel like, oh, you' supposed to be with me, and nobody else is supposed to be with you. And if I see you with anybody else, I'm gonna fuck you up in your shit. While we're together, it doesn't matter, bro. Yeah, but they don't get a pass on it. I mean, they get a pass because they're not going to jail, and you can lose your relationship for somebody you told the truth to two to three years prior to you being with this situation. And it sounds personal. I know it's my hey, it's all good though. You speaking your truth right yeah. now? Yeah, I know. You I know can be honest, like Deshaun Watson. I could say I am Deshaun Watson. I was truthful to this masseuse player or person hey you're cute would you oh sure i don't mind you just as long as you repost me and you know pay me and cool we had a bam 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 i'm good i forgot about you like it's to that much i got so much shit going on i don't i took care of you i didn't make you feel less than a woman we both agreed on this i don't forgot like it's to that point. Like yeah, yeah. y'all both was in Coscom. Y'all know the type of goddamn female that was over yes, there. Sir. I ain't forgot that first one that I had, but that second one, that third one, I know I was over there. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he could have just been a man and been quick, not quick, quick pro quo. Quid pro quo. Mm-hmm. I got the money. You got the body. It sounds prehistoric. But we're primitive. People want to make, yeah, I, I believe we're the aliens of Earth because all these ants and, and and animals and stuff like that, and they're still rocking, and we're still learning new shit. They're still going off of, I need to be here at a certain year. I need to be there at a certain year. We're the only ones that's trying to flip the script and fucking time zone and all that shit. Yeah, intelligent beings do that. Got stuff. it. But that makes you the dumbest motherfucker to the simplest motherfucker that's been doing this shit and still living. Alligator ain't worried about no fucking time zone. And he was fucking around here with the dinosaurs. All they do, huh? And they rolling. Yeah, but an alligator ain't traveling across the motherfucking country. How many type of alligators you know in this world? You got American alligators. You got Nile alligators. How many type of human beings you know in this world? You got Japanese. You Uh got da da da. But How many been, Japanese is over here in who America? Been here the longest. I'm gonna assume the reptiles. Something they doing is right. Something we doing. Yeah. Well, what we doing is wrong is traveling across countries and shit. That's that's what that sounds like to me. I wasn't brought here on my own free will and accord, my brother. <laughs> it's a little cloudy in here. Some people don't know that type of vernacular. I huh? got you. But Deshaun Watson allegations twenty nine, I think, or twenty twenty. 20 and above, two have said their names. The other two have said nothing. Uh huh. But the allegations and the accusations against a man is damn near like he's guilty. Is he denying these things? I believe so. Or is so. he saying, okay, they happened, but it was this was what happened? Either way you say that, he looked wrong. Nah, I, and, and I can agree to that. You know what I'm saying? And even you got people who've been involved in situations that had a rape charge or something like that. 
they don't even know the motherfucker. But don't matter. Sorry, sir. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. We can't have any type of business with someone of your stature, you know, having these type of allegations. Nike, Nike, Apple, Beats by Dre, they've all not severed ties, but suspended, suspended this guy suspended. for accusation, not a criminal. Nobody's right. died. Nobody had children. Nobody said a STD. Right. So, but this man is losing millions mm -hmm. from an accusation, and us being veterans, an accusation in the military ranks, you fucked up. Right, fraternizing. Now, if if you there's get it, no evidence whatsoever, you still fucked up. They're gonna have to move you. They're gonna have to move you or this female because the accusation is almost like you did it and I don't give a fuck yeah, about okay, what yeah. you did. Yeah, I don't in the military, if a female go get loud and live over some shit that you have no fucking clue about, automatically you're the fucking you're Why the were you there? What did you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's the five W's. Who, what, when, where, and why. How? Problem yeah. solving skills. He probably did everything he was supposed to do to make sure the situation was a Mutual. Mm -hmm. But a woman, as soon as she's done, as soon as she got cleaned up, she could switch. Oh my God, I don't feel right. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, what just happened? You could be, hey, babe, you good? I dropped you off at the barracks. You good? Everything's straight? I've been in that. Mm. I've been in that to where you, you are a gentleman. You are nothing but a gentleman. But in her mind, the alcohol just said, uh-uh. Were you still that same type of person after these type of accusations? Were you fed up with the bullshit? Because see me, as I'm it, not going to give a bitch a ride no more. Not no more. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, mm, what can actually pop off? Now, I know you're, you're saying it shouldn't be like that, period. I agree. Oh, it's like that. I'm saying I agree. I'm saying pre-to me, pre-me too. Pre-to me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pre, pre prior to me too, it didn't phase me as much. Mm -hmm. But when you see like dealing with dealing with um your children's mother is a different battle than dealing with somebody you're dating. But as a man, on both hands you can lose it all. If you don't fight, you got to fight. Even dirt, if you're it? fighting, say nah, this person is not the person that you had a child with, but you're trying to show them that you care and whatever happened. Listen, I'm sorry. I apologize. Here's da, 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 da. that person can take that as stalking. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. If I got some if I'm involved in a situation, now this is my personal opinion. If mm -hmm. I'm involved in a certain situation, right? And, if, and you know, it's a woman and shit. I see she's trying to trash my character. A a all the neg negative shit. You can't, I don't give a fuck about morals no more. I'm not going to meet that type of energy with a weaker or lesser amount of energy. I'm going to meet you with the same amount of energy or higher. And that goes into the same thing I look at. I'm, and I'm not going to digress the, uh, the conversation by saying this, but... 
that's how I look at things. In politics, a, a motherfucking fist fight with another man, you know what I'm saying? Everything. You can't meet the same shit with lesser fucking force. A chick want to come and be dirty on my fucking name or try to just be extra nasty. Oh, you got the right one today. You got, and I think that's how it's supposed to, that's what a lot of men need to do. Chick want to try to throw salt on your motherfucking name. Oh, bitch. I'm about to make sure I bury your motherfucking ass. I'm not going to sit here and, well, that's not right. I didn't do that. And just be be all quiet and shit because I'm, I'm not that type of guy. Nah, I'm about to be the motherfucking devil to your ass. But you, can, I want you at the can. end, when I'm done with you, you're going to be begging and apologizing and telling on yourself. But when does that ever happen, though? I mean, look at, look at even politicians, right? Look at Kavanaugh. Hold on. Like, when you look at politicians, like, uh, the Supreme Court Justice nomination, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, right? He had all these allegations come up against him. Trump. Trump. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. It, it seems like it's different with Deshaun Watson, right? It's like, it's the same tactics used against politicians, but the allegations have already seemed to deem him guilty, guilty. in the court of public opinion, you know? No matter if he's proven innocent, he's guilty. They're going to handle him. By association. Because, like I said, when in military terms, when I've seen NCOs get taken down for fucking with privates, mm-hmm. we both know, or we we could assume the private was the aggressor. In some cases, some cases. If it's a male private to a female, I'm saying to a female, to a male NCO, the power dynamic. Is what we was talking about earlier. Yeah, women understand, or women are allowed to, or women have the ability to. And this is just this is my opinion. Fuck their way to the top. That's an option. Not saying that that is the end all be all. Yeah, but, but I'm saying, but in that situation, just to make sure I. Heard you correctly. You said in in uh, male NCO, female subordinate. No, I think it's the other way around, boss. I think automatically it's assumed that male NCO came at her. We what? we all know now. If it's an officer, oh, she already know what's good. She's gonna go for that. But anytime, and it's unfair. But anytime you see a male NCO and a female. Non-commissioned officer or or less, people automatically assume the dude came out of with the, with the bullshit. And that's why in the army, we're taught that assuming in accusations can end your career. Mm-hmm. That's why they say fraternizing. Um, what is it? Uh, no one is more professional. I'm a non-commissioned officer leader, so as a non-commissioned officer, I realize that I'm a member of the time on the corps, which is known as the backbone of the army. I'm proud of the Royal Command. I'm proud of the Corps non-commissioned officers and will at all times conduct myself to bring credit upon the Corps military service and my country. I will not use my grade or position to obtain pleasure, profit, or personal safety. Competence is my watchword. My two basic responsibilities are the accomplishment of the mission and the welfare of my soldiers. I will strive to remain tactically and technically proficient. Now, mind you, I've been out since 2016. It's 2021. Mm. I know that shit. 
I did. All right. But I had flaws. I didn't fuck with nobody that I would have to do a counseling over. One, if I had to ever do a counseling with you, I would never fuck with you. Two, I would never fuck with nobody in between the ranks of my platoon or company. That was my rules. Mm-hmm. So did I fuck with a soldier that was in the brigade, that was away from me, that was grown, that had no kids, that knew everything, that understood? Yes. But did I fuck my sub- subordinate? Did I fuck somebody that I was in charge of in any time of my career? No. Because I seen I seen a lot of men lose it for a piece of pussy. Man. As simple as that, they lost it all because she wanted that power. And it's 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 the, the the Sean Watson thing I think is power. You got power to make some money for free. Yeah. Off the off the back of this man who've been playing football for how long, got a family. I don't think he got no kids. Mm-hmm. But it's just that in this world now a accusation and or allegation can be the end of your career. It's true, man. I didn't I didn't learn that lesson. Uh, in the army, I learned that lesson when I got out and was a civilian contractor working in Iraq. Okay, I was in charge of a, a, a whole team. I had like 50 employees. They had a weapons warehouse. I had some some 92 alphas to supply people in there. Right, all civilians. And you know, being overseas as a civilian, just like a soldier, right? It's not mm-hmm. that many. The male to women ratio is a, a lot thinner. You know. Yeah. So we had a young. She was similar to my age. She was one of my supply clerks. The female's tent was right next to the supervisor tent. So we kind of had this thing, you know. I was single. She was single. We had, there was, there was no reason why we couldn't be together, right? Yeah. I went on vacation. I come back. And there's an allegation that I was pimping her. Pimping her. Because when I went to the helicopter pad before I went on vacation, one of the civilian contractor security dudes from Germany was joking around. Because everyone knew that her and I hung out. You know, they everyone had rumors and whatnot, right? Yeah. And he asked me, he said, man, what are you going to do with your girlfriend while you're on R&R? And me just being a young, just, dumb, just, yeah. ignorant dude, my response to him was, man, she's not my girlfriend. Y'all can do whatever y'all want to do with her. Just make sure you have my money whenever I come back. And just a joking. Just yeah, it, a joke, right? Locker room talk, right? Yeah. Man, when I came back, an old SAR major I had that was in Coscom was actually a contractor. He worked uh, as a, a operations manager. And he emailed me, and he was like, hey, hit me up whenever you get to Baghdad, we need to have a talk. At the same time, old girl was emailing me, and she said, hey, whenever you get back to the base, I think we just need to keep our relationship professional. And I'm like, okay, you know, maybe someone else got after her when I was gone, yeah. you know, I was gone yeah. for two weeks, you know what I'm saying? So you get lonely, I get that. And it was no pressure, and I told him, hey, no big deal, like, are we still cool? Everything was cool, she said, I just think we need to keep it professional. When I came back, I checked in, they scanned my cat card, I called my buddy and he told me, hey, there's a CID investigation because there's allegations that you've been pimping your employee along with uh, a soldier. And man, it, it, I had a good reputation, you know what I'm saying? Because my integrity is important and people know my character. So it was something that took people aback. Uh, it went away pretty quickly within like two months. 
she found out that this, she was pregnant by some other guy. And the reason that she was telling me that she wanted to keep it professional because this other guy had gotten her ear and they're apparently supposed to be planning a life together. And then she's pregnant and she was trying to secure her financial future to make sure that he was going to support her if she decided to quit that contracting job and go back to California. And that's, that's the part that's not checked. Exactly. A man could lose it all for doing the right fucking thing. A couple months later, I got a new boss that came in, right? Really respected guy. He came from headquarters. And keep in mind, I had just got promoted also. One of the first things he said to me outside of, hey, you know, I heard a lot of good things about you. I heard you're a hard worker. I heard you're a go-to guy. You're a team player. You're a good leader. He said, hey, I also heard that you'd be pimping your employees. Is that true? And I was like, wow. And the shit that follows you, it don't follow women. It doesn't, man. It the, and, and that's the part that is like our past, our path as a man and a woman can be so parallel but so different mm -hmm. because what I had to do as a man to, what I had to do as a man when I presented to a woman, you don't understand what I had to do to be this person that you like, that you wanna marry, that you wanna do all this shit. But what I had to do to get to you can be damaging mm. professionally relationshiply marriageally it's just it's so much that a man it's so much on our back and they say that our shoulders are stronger but man i i've shit follows you yeah and i don't think men understand that because it's like you get a counselor back in at the beginning they used to write it then now they start typing the motherfucker now, all your counselings follow you. Like when you're trying to get promoted and all that other shit, say you got a shitty-ass squad leader, he don't do your shit right. Mm -hmm. That fucks with you. Even though it ain't got shit to do with you. You doing the work, but this motherfucker ain't doing his part, and that follows you. And in all aspects of life, I don't think that follows women until they in a relationship, and then they start talking about the shit that they did. If... Because some women don't even tell you shit. Some Facts. men, okay, I'm going to let you know so you understand. But me letting you understand what I've been through is a detriment. Most men, you know, once you mine, you mine. I ain't even giving a fuck unless, you, unless it's presented in my face. Mm -hmm. Women are allowed to, like, look at our past, not accomplishments, but situations. Yeah, you did that. Why would you even? Fuck? Yeah, so that's the type of women you like. No, it was the opportunity. That's so true, man. The opportunity presented itself, and I was able to capitalize. That doesn't mean that's my type. Just because I rented a fucking Ford Fusion, yeah, don't mean I want to go buy one. Yeah. I'm on on a vacation i'm getting the cheapest safest shit that i could get you know what i'm saying it's like it's like a, a lion right a lion in the jungle when he goes out to eat every morning of course he wants a zebra right he wants a gazelle he wants an ox some some yeah. something that's that's big right but if he can only catch that hyena, hyena you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey it's hyena hey, today tear that motherfucker you know what i'm saying hey and but that's that's military shit of course we want that five-star meal, but sometimes that MRE be popping. It's, it's hitting, man. And if a woman comes in your life at that point when you're sitting there breaking down that MRE, she can't be like, oh, so this is the kind of guy you want to be? It's like, yo, this is this is just where I'm at right now, right? Or right this is now. just where I was back then, you know what I'm saying? 
but you can't. I don't know, it's it's wild. Third, it's, it, and and this is the thing I've been just saying to myself, like the game ain't fair, but who said it was going to be? Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of what we think. Of, oh man, eh, oh man, eh, oh. But at the end of the day, especially when you signed up. This is what you signed up for. Yeah. You just didn't read the fine fucking print. Yeah. Or you didn't get the DVD or you didn't you didn't go talk to your family. Cause a lot of black people joined the military out of spite. I know bruh said he was against it. Mm-hmm. And then it was just one time his dad clicked and he did it. You said you was against it, but you and your pops got into it and you wanted to prove him wrong or whatever. Yeah. And you did it. That's not normal. It's not normal. We're looking at it. We feel I. It's normal because I've heard that story a thousand times mm-hmm. for men and women in the service. But out here, after the, the the uniform is off, and whichever way you go, how many years you did, it's not normal. Mm. No matter which way we try to normalize it, no matter way we try to sit back and make our girls or make our family understand that, hey, I'm just like y'all, but at the end of the day, I'm not. I'm not, man. Because you ain't put on no boot. You ain't never did PT in such cold weather that you got all your shit on what they tell you to put on, but then the motherfucker tell you to take it off. Yeah. To me, it's similar to like, you know, and I don't have any experience with postpartum depression because I never give birth, but I know my ex-wife, she had picked up a pamphlet whenever she gave birth to my son. And I was like, why do you think you're going to be depressed after giving birth? You know, she's like, I just want to get some material. You know, my mom was talking to me about it, this, that, and the other. And, man, things had changed, you know. And I realized why a lot of people have uh, struggles in relationships after their women give birth, right? Because they go through some things like that. Yeah. I think the same way is for a lot of people that serve, right? You, when you live a certain lifestyle for so long and your mind is institutionalized and then within a day, like, you look forward to leaving, right, for whatever reason, whether it's retirement, whether it's because, you know, it wasn't what you thought or because you had some problems because you got a better opportunity, but that lifestyle is taken away from you and some of those things that, like, have molded you to be the way that you are as a person. That was just simple. It's, yeah, it seems simple. simple. You know, like, keeping your hands out of your pocket, taking your hat off when you walk into a building, <laughs> right, standing in line, like, not talking when you're in line, just simple things, Parade right? Parade rest. Fucks with people. Yes, yes, right. For some fucking reason, I don't understand. Me standing at parade rest fucks with people. It's like, like, oh, you saying fuck me? Yeah. You saying fuck me? It's almost like I got my hands up and I'm going to beat your ass, but my hands are behind my back. Like, even just standing in the, and before I came over, I went to uh, Publix. And I was standing in line. I had two bottles of wine, but I just had my hands behind my back because, man, I don't know what to do with my hands. You know what I'm saying? When I'm standing somewhere for a long, I don't want to get on my phone mm-hmm. because we're talking, hey, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. It's, it's the simple things that veterans don't understand that they're institutionalized about. Prison prison guys are institutionalized about it. They know a certain time they're going to go to the yard. They're going to know a certain time they're going to do this, to this, the, the calls. I got a partner that's locked up right now that was a veteran. And I, I, he calls me at a certain time. It ain't even necessary. He know he can call me whenever. He has the capability to call me whenever. 
but he's gonna make sure he calls me at that specific time. And it's just, it's just the way it is. It's structure. It really is, man. We try to fight it. We try to get away from it. And a lot of employees and 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 business owners like that, but they don't like what comes with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's certain days I can't get out of bed, bro. It's certain days that only only way I'm getting out of bed is if I'm going to work out, and then I'm home, and then once I'm back in the room, I, I just, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it because I know as soon as I crank on my car, as soon as I go somewhere, it's a, it could be an allegation. Mm-hmm. The safest place for me on a four-day, on a two-day, shit, on a, on a day off, the safest place for me is in my fucking barracks room. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, being on a military post for hood, you know who was on that post was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. They had to come in one way or the other. Now, you got some motherfuckers that jumped aboard or whatever, blah, 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 blah. You got your outliers. But for the majority, you knew who was on that duty station post, Fort Hood, Fort Stewart, Fort Irwin, whatever. They were there for specifically a reason. Either they're, i.e. they're a service member, they're a worker. Uh, I mean, even cutting grass, we used to do that shit back in the day. It wasn't, it wasn't none of that. But when you leave the uniform, when you leave the structure of that post, who the fuck you supposed to trust out there? Man. Like, they don't understand, like, shit, it was times I, man, I don't remember locking my door on post. It's just, like, yeah, yeah you locked your shit, because, I mean, in, in the barracks, motherfuckers steal, mm-hmm. motherfuckers take shit. I ain't saying that the whole post was just wide open. But the looking over your back for the littlest shit you didn't have to. Nah, now yeah, you're out I had to worry here. about that. And then you know, as a veteran, right? Some of the things that we talked about that were institutionalized to to just to adapt and become and make part of ourselves. When we enter that civilian realm, right, and we do those same things, you're looked at so differently, yeah. right? You looked at like, what is wrong with this person? You know you what I'm saying? When I came in, my face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, hey. Tat, we're taught to stay at a parade rest and be neutral. Right. For hours. You're taught to march with a neutral face. Neutral. And it's a motherfucker next to me that stank. It's a motherfucker next to me that fucking, he ain't pulling his weight. Yeah. It's a motherfucker next to me that's drunk. beating up, drunk. <laughs> it's a motherfucker next to me. All these situations that you have in the civilian sector but it's more personal. Mm-hmm. I know this motherfucker last name more than I know his first name. Mm-hmm. I think knowing somebody's last name means more than knowing your first name. Absolutely. And it's it's just the shit cool. It's it's cool if you at a level to where you can sit back and look at it and be like, oh, you motherfuckers doing that same shit we doing it. Oh, oh, you want me to get shot up? Oh, it ain't mandatory. Yeah. Oh, and you're not finna get me. <laughs> and like I said, the Deshaun Watson thing to just to wrap up, man, is men have to be on a hundred when guarding yourself. 
anything can be turned into an allegation or accusation. Didn't even really know them words until men just got kept getting hit, 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 hit. It's a lineage of men that we can learn lessons from, that our youngest, younger boys and younger men can learn lessons from. But you got to be ready to learn it. Yeah. You can't re- you can't be ready to learn that shit after you get hit upside the head, because when it, when when it comes to dealing with money, women, and children, men are stupid. Yeah. It don't matter if you got on a uniform. It don't matter if you a civilian. I just know of me as a veteran. I understand when shit turn up. I get quiet. Right or wrong, left or right, I get quiet. I understand, okay, I got to look at what I'm finna lose by my next action. What I'm finna win by the, it's just, uh, you talk when it gets hot, lead the situation. But if I lead a situation and me and my chick or me and my, she gonna take that a different way. She's going to make that to be more than what it is when actually I'm doing this for us. For us. I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for my kids. I'm doing this for my battle buddies. Yeah. Because I know better. I might not know better about the relationship, but I know what will put me at a slant to. And that's what civilians don't understand like we know about just pmcs just that shit Man. just making sure your shit is service ready just making sure you got us you ain't got to get a circle x you ain't got to go to your shit is your shit is running whenever you ready to roll out you can roll out these people out here don't understand that they don't they don't understand that and, and that's why i wanted to do this podcast with cuz cuz but I be I be wrapping my mind like, oh, why don't you just see this? Why don't you understand like getting up every day and working out at least an hour? Mm-hmm. Just that hour will mean so much to you, to me, to the world. It don't necessarily gotta mean nothing for your job, cause your job isn't requiring you to be physically fit. My background. You weren't taking leave if you couldn't pass no PT test. You weren't taking leave if you couldn't uh, get a marksman on your motherfucking weapon. You weren't taking leave if you didn't fucking do all them um, uh, online classes and surveys and shit like that. You weren't taking leave if your, your registration wasn't good. You wasn't taking leave if your insurance wasn't good and your car inspection wasn't good and your tires wasn't good. It was a whole bunch of shit you had to do for the weekend. Shoot, even if you was falling out of company runs, fall out of a company run twice in a month and see if you're going to go on someone's leave, you're going to be on special pops <laughs> until you get able to run with the rest of the company, the brigade, anybody, right? It's things like that that, man, you just brought back to me that I almost forgot existed in my life you know like you know man but i live my life in that stature almost you know what i'm saying i keep myself in the bubble I, of course i got my friends i got my associates but i understand that i've had four day weekends taken away from me 
for some shit I didn't even fucking do. I wasn't even in the vicinity. But hey, I'm an NCO. I gotta be at this NCODP. I'm getting my ass chewed for some shit I didn't even do. Mm. For some shit, the man that's next to me, the woman that's next to me, hell, the motherfucker that's talking to me, he ain't even do. We did exactly what you told us to do on Friday. We here on Saturday because the motherfucker Friday night that this is his first time away from home. This is his first time with some money, which it ain't no money. Mm-hmm. And he just YOLOing out here. And he fucking up families. Fucking up families because, like I said, everybody's at different stages of their life. We all don't know shit until we know shit. So true. So instead of us keep continuing to let people fuck themselves up, let's talk about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because like I, like I was telling them out there, it's 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 movies for women. It's plays for women. Men ain't got time to watch no play unless they're next to that woman. Mm-hmm. Men ain't got time to go to that movie unless they courting that woman. So we're missing all the movies that are hurting us in our dating realm. We're missing all the movies or the songs that are hurting us. We don't want to hear no Cardi B. Mm-hmm. But they talking about some shit that'll be in your fucking bed or that, that'll be in your household. And it's no combating it. We have to, as men, we have to talk to men about men's shit and have to be feel safe about it because, bro, just the shit that we done talked about since since we met, mm-hmm. psh, we like this. Facts. We like this. Facts. And it's it's like that with women. Oh, your man ain't that, that, that. Girl. Come over here, let me protect. Men. I don't know what you going through. Yeah. Cause I ain't telling shit. This yeah. shit hurt. Well, yeah. I'm crying. I'm push that shit down. Push it push it down. Push it down and uh, suck it up and drive on. Yeah. Let's and talk you, about the game. Let's 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 talk about some other really high level bullshit, right? Let's talk about some football. Yeah, let's talk you know, about some, let's talk about another motherfucker going through it instead of the it's shit. It's deep I'm as we'll get us, right, man. Your girl tripping, yeah, man. Shit, yeah. my girl tripping too. Oh whatever. Probably probably about some bullshit, yeah, man. It, She'll be all right or whatever, right. you know what I'm saying? Hey, this what, hey, hey, buy this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nigga, so what so about then, that so Lakers then trade? When they, so when they get together, girl, he bought this, girl. They did a, yeah. It's, it's like I said, it's the, the, the power structure is in limbo, bro. Yeah. Because you got women that, they ain't got to wait for no man. Yeah. They ain't got to wait. They going to get the money. They got the child. They got the house. They can sit back and, and allow motherfuckers to come to them. It's true. And if they don't like something, you know, depending on the where or how. the quickest thing, bro. To start throwing some allegations, you know. It's and that's wild. from the outside. From the outside in, I think Deshaun Watson was in a committed relationship. He had a little fine little situation. Ain't nobody talking about what he going through in that house. 29? That's wild. 29. Like, I mean, I, I say 20. It's in the 20. And you know that they say that, uh, at least I believe his lawyer, uh, who also represented 
it was another famous athlete that he represented. I think no, he represented Adrian Peterson. Yeah, when yeah, Adrian yeah. Peterson had that lawsuit. And that's a whole. That's up, man. That's a situation right there when it comes to fathering. We man, we talk about that shit too. But uh, apparently there was uh, an attempt at extortion on him, right? Mm-hmm. And the media they 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 mention it in the articles. Some of them. But typically, it's at the very bottom. You know what I'm saying? It's buried in all those allegations and in all the information that, I mean, there's, I don't even know why they keep talking about it, honestly, right? Because nothing really new comes out of it nothing. other than, hey, these women are still, maybe they add a name or two to the list, but we don't even know if these names are real, if they're real people, you know? But Nike's already suspended him. I mean, that's money that he's losing, right? I'm not sure the ins and outs of his contract, but I'm sure that has to impact him. Normally, suspended is associated with something negative, right? But what what is the woman, and and this is my beef with it. Cool. If he's a scumbag, if he did this shit, y'all got proof. It's guilty to no, it's innocent to proven guilty. Right. But it's not that. Right. Because he's losing money, so that means they feel some type of way. Two with that. When, if, how this is proven to be false, the money's gone. It ain't no recouping that. You're not finna tell a company, hey, hey man, I was, hey, you know what? I wasn't even lying to y'all. I was telling y'all the truth. Y'all need to pay me that money. Hey, that save money. Yeah. And three, you can't sue the woman because nine times out of ten, they don't have anything. The money that you spent for this lawyer alone, they don't have that money. And people think, well, you know, he's Deshaun Watson. He's a professional football player. He's got millions of dollars, right? But who are we to count someone else's money, right? How do we know that Deshaun, I mean, it's been statistically shown. We've all seen the 30 for 30 broke, right? A lot of these professional athletes don't have the real kind of money that we think they have, right? At a black black man at the end of this, at a black quarterback exactly right? i believe peyton manning went through the same type of shit but it was at the end of his career somebody came out and said something about when he was in college i remember that that shit went away so quick it did it did and then that didn't stop him from i mean if you right. look at it right when that happened afterwards if i'm not mistaken he started doing papa john's commercials he started doing the 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 nationwide or yep. whatever the heck it is commercials you know what i'm saying like you think we'll ever see uh a, a beast commercial with allowed, watson they're allowed the time of just saying nothing. Yeah. They're allowed, they're allotted the time to, if I don't speak on it, this shit ain't gonna mean nothing. Mm-hmm. But as a black man, as a black veteran, if I don't speak on it, if I do, if I do speak on it, it's almost like I'm, well, he just, he just trying to save face. And if I don't speak on it, he guilty. So mm-hmm. why would he come out and say anything? Yeah. So it's it's a double head it's a double edged sword when it comes to I mean life as a man in America uh, life as a black man in America because everybody nobody's gonna think you're the victim nobody it doesn't matter and even if if you are right it's not gonna it doesn't hit the same it don't feel like good you it get, feels bad yeah, it yeah. feels bad that i'm the victim it feels bad that i can't see my my kids mm-hmm. when i want to because they're with their mom spending time it feels bad that i want to see my child during COVID 
but I need to be responsible for her family and elders and traveling and it. But it's it's like, but you're still calling me a deadbeat because I can't be there. Mm-hmm. So which one is it? Like I paid the money that you're saying that I was supposed to pay, and I don't get the same time with the child, and I'm still being called a deadbeat. What do you want from me? You know what I'm saying? And as as men, I I just think that we don't understand that we gotta uplift each other. Agreed. We gotta lift each other by word. I don't even want to say by praise because it could feel it. It's just hey, this is what I went through, so you don't have to go through it. This is this is. What I went through with A, B, C, D, E. Please don't do that. Because all we talk, hey, don't have no kids, always wear rubber. That's it. They don't say because your taxes going to be fucked yeah. up. Your credit is going to be fucked up. They're going to put a lien on your account. Uh, your passport going to be fucked up. You can't get a CDL because of this. She's going to ruin some good relationships she in your life. My, my you can find a perfect woman that understands you and your children's plight and is going through the same thing, but your children's mother can say, do, or act in a manner that could turn that woman off. And so there ain't true. shit you can do for it as a man. You can prepare her, but I don't want to beat on the women. I just want y'all to understand that men have to speak up on what we're going through as hard as it is because we're asked to be the alpha and the beta male mm-hmm. you want me to be the, the the fixer upper cutter grasser change a tire get the groceries provider of money uh driver of cars but tell me your feelings Mm-hmm. Cry on my shoulders. Don't cheat on me. Tell me everything. I'm mad at you for telling me that, even though you told me to tell you. It's 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 like I'm I'm not a light switch. Facts. Not a light because the veteran part of me, and they don't want to hear that either. I don't want you to blame that veteran shit. Well, I I I can't get to know your past because. That's in the past. A man shouldn't know a woman's past, but I if I don't tell you about my shit, you holding something. Mm. You cheating. You're not telling me the truth. You fucking that bitch over there. <laughs> it's it's a lot, man. It's and it's funny because I'm ready to tell this to my sons. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm eager. Like I was talking to my son before I came over here, like, listen. My fuck-ups, my trials and tribulations are so you don't have to do that same fuck-up. And I never got that feeling. All I got was don't have no baby before you get out of high school. Wear a condom. Always strap up. Do some, Make something with yourself. Do yeah. something with yourself. Don't put your hands on women. Even, even then, that wasn't even. That's because what my pops was big on. And that's because, you know, I had two baby sisters. My brother, my dad's the youngest of four. He got three older sisters. And he was just uh, like, you know, never. And, you know, not to digress too far, but I learned a lot from my pops 
about relationships, but I learned more from the mistakes he made. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, like, when he would mess up real bad, right, he'd do some wild shit. Wow. Mom and dad arguing. On Saturday, we're going to the barbershop to, to go get a haircut, you know what I'm saying? Because my pops was military, so he was always on top of going to, to the barbershop. And on the way back, he's stopping at my mom's favorite restaurant, picking up some food. And I'm like, he don't eat this food. Why? Why? And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, listen, when you fuck up sometime, you know what I'm saying? You just got to sometimes, even even when you're right, you got to be wrong. You even when saying? you're right, you're wrong. You oh, my wrong, God. You know? that, hey, that right there could have saved me in so much fucking shit Man. that I just did not know. Yeah, you got the evidence. Yeah, you could prove that you didn't did it, did it, did it but you still fucking wrong. Mm -hmm. You still wrong. So just say you wrong and save yourself this heartache. Cause it's not about what the, it's not about the facts. It's about the feelings. The feelings. You know what I'm saying? The feelings. And as a, as a veteran, as a man that is a combat arms MOS, Fuck your feelings. Yeah, we're taught the opposite. It's it's all about it's all about the mission, right? It's all about the facts. So so yeah, people gonna get hurt, people going people gonna get injured, people gonna possibly die, right? But it's all about the mission, it's all about the objective, right? I feel like a lot of times, uh it's reversed when it comes to conversation with women, when it comes to like real shit, you know, it's I don't care about why are you yelling? Why are you upset? Why why are you mad? They're not listening oh, to why exactly not? exactly what it is that you're saying during that time why you know why why don't you feel emotion why aren't you crying at this? yeah why don't you why don't you express yourself all i'm thinking about is the grass cut mm -hmm. cut the grass got the pool right uh groceries got the drink for the night gas full you need anything baby girl need anything food what we doing we putting money away I ain't got, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the big shit I can handle. Mm -hmm. Long as you give me the time and opportunity, and it's not necessarily I'm handling it right when you hand, when you hand it to me, let me break this shit down dummy style. Right. Okay, you need this, you need this, you need this. And it takes me time, like, in the military with relationships that microwave. You can have a motherfucker for a field problem. You can have a motherfucker for a deployment. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about all the shit you go through because you're seeing each other more. You, it's, 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 it's an emphasis of, I don't know, just not loving somebody, but that connection because y'all going through it. It's that relatability, you know what I'm saying? It's almost yeah. like that misery loves company, right? You both are in the same mud. You both in the same struggle, that same paradigm mind shift that, you know what I'm saying, like, we are we're we're different than the people that don't wear this uniform. The things that we have to overcome you and know, deal with. You know you know you know, you know about eating an MRE. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know what about saying? fucking uh basic training and going all this out other getting shit. wasted and forgetting that you gotta go to the NBC chamber the next day. You know what I'm saying? Like You gotta so, do PT, I gotta do PT in the morning. So we understand it's a cutoff time. Yeah, we need yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's exactly. a cutoff time we gotta get up. Yeah. But it's it's not reciprocated, and I forgot what you were talking about. That was a good ass conversation, though. We're talking about uh, damn. But anyways, two dope veterans, two dope veterans. This is the the podcast, man. Um, I think what we what we have, uh, Blue Falcon. Yeah, 
Blue Falcon of the of the week or Blue Falcon of the podcast. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. So my Blue Falcon of the week is Hotwire. Uh, when I booked a trip to come out to St. Pete, see my boy. Uh, I ain't seen him in 11 years. Uh, I landed in Orlando. We had a reservation to pick up the rental car the next morning because we came in at like basically midnight. So Saturday I looked at the reservation and they had scheduled it for a pickup in Fort Lauderdale, which was three hours away from Orlando. <laughs> because we ordered the prime price to have a no cancellation, right? Or no refund. So when I called anyway, they told me that the only way they could do it is if I switched and kept it with Hotwire, but the only availability they had in Orlando was a thousand dollars. So uh, it cost me some bread. I got everything squared away eventually, but Hotwire, you caused me and my girl a lot of stress on our vacation. So you're the blue falcon for me this week. Hey, that's hey. When you traveling, you're gonna run into a blue falcon every once in a while. And I, 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 I've learned this from traveling with women. Always have a credit card with a limit of a thousand on it. Mm. Five hundred is cool, mm-hmm. but if you gotta hit that five hundred more than twice, mm. fuck. Especially with them hotel fees. Especially with them hotel fees. So, hey, that's a, that's the traveling to uh, uh, a man. Men don't do like um, like them trips, like going to Caicos and all that other nah. shit. Only time we going over there is with a broad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Women go over there. Oh, girl, you got promoted. Oh, girl, let's go. You know what I'm saying? They used to going to that shit alone and doing whatever the fuck they're doing over there with it, whoever the fuck they're doing it with, but we don't know that. Mm. We at home making the motherfucking goddamn cheese and motherfucking cheese and dope like Project Pat said. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's a... Hey, that, that, that traveling shit, that Priceline, that Cheapo Air, that, all that Hot shit. Hot wire. Hot wire. Uh, you gotta watch them. You gotta read the fine print. You got to, and a lot of us don't. We just see that money and say, "Let's roll." Just trying to make the lady happy. So, who's your blue falcon for the week? My blue falcon for the week. I wanna, I wanna call him the paper tag. You had the people that um, they get a brand new car and they got the paper tag on it. Mm-hmm. They ain't even. It ain't even that shit yet, but they driving it like it's theirs. Right. Like they swerving and, ah, oh, hilarious. <laughs> and they just cut off and do all this shit. Like I said, I I, I, I carry it back to military because on post you couldn't do stupid shit. Hell no. Nah. You couldn't do, if your name came on the bladder report, yeah. your ass would you grab. And if you had a fly ride, you're going to run into somebody again. You know what I'm saying? Shit's crazy. Facts. So I just, I think the civilians that get these brand new cars off the lot and they drive these motherfuckers, because half, the, half of the accidents I've seen, it's a paper tag. Mm. You ain't even had your shit for what, 30 days, 60 days, 30 days? So yeah, I, the blue falcon of the week for me is the paper bag drivers. Or paper paper tag drivers. Paper tag drivers. Because they, they in the way. You know what that reminds me? I, I probably I have a theory, right? The reason that they probably drive like a bunch of idiots, because remember back in the military when you had to go on a mileage pass or you're gonna go and leave. If you're taking your vehicle, they had to do 
uh, a vehicle inspection, and you had to make sure that you had your insurance, right? And if you had a squared away squad leader, they would call your insurance or make you pull it up online and not just look look, look at your car because it could be expired. You know what I'm saying? And that's what civilians don't understand because they get to work by the bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they can get dropped off. They can catch an Uber. They can catch a taxi. See? Well, when you buy a new car, I know from working at a dealership and in finance, one of the things that all credit lenders want to see is a copy of the insurance of the new car. Yep. So the people that got the paper tags, it's probably the only time they're going to have actual insurance on in that damn car. Yep. So yeah, they're driving like, like well, a see, fool. My, my thing is, and, and men don't know about this, and probably young women is, when you get a brand new car, it's a certain insurance you have to keep. Mm-hmm during the duration mm-hmm. of having that car you can't just oh man i could save 150 drop this basic coverage on here and, and that fucking loan the money that you paying to pay back ain't really going towards that mm-hmm. loan because you don't have the proper insurance yep like, i think i paid for my cadillac twice man because I, I dropped that insurance, man. That shit See, was... And that stuff that they don't teach... And those are things that a lot of men, right? Like, I think a lot of women think that men struggle... I mean, that men have an upper advantage when it comes to making purchases like We like don't that. know shit. Yeah, you know, we, we learn from the experience shit. of we getting hustled sometimes two or three times, you know? With a relationship, bro. With a relationship. Women think men know it all. We don't. We don't. We uh, I can cook. I can wash my clothes. I can cut your grass. I can clean your poop. Change your tire. I can change your motherfucking tire. And nine times out of ten, I can have your back and keep the assailant at bay while you you and the kids run out the house and I get shot and stabbed in the middle of the night because you hear a noise. You know what I'm saying? But all that but other stuff we want to do trial and error. Like fucking laying wood or doing all this other shit. That's a that's a skill. Yeah. You do you do I do, that's just like a man expecting a woman to be a porn star. Mm-hmm. Or to know how to cook, right? To automatically, like, you're, I mean, and because I grew up with women that knew how to cook, right? That shit is a lot. The first heart. time I ran into one that didn't know how to cook, it, it literally, it, it really did. It, it's like meeting a 40-year-old person that lives in a rural area that doesn't have a vehicle, right? Or meeting someone today that over the age of 15 that doesn't own a cell phone. Yeah. It's like, man, like you're, you're a true outlier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And but that, we and don't it, know that stuff, man. And it's it's certain stuff that we don't understand that, especially with dealing in the military because you only getting 5% of that person. Yeah. And then you think, oh man, she's the one you go get married. You don't even know this motherfucker. You don't even know and I, I think I married a chick and I didn't even know her credit score. Wow. And you know, if you look at it, I think that a lot of reason why a lot of military people end up in a relationship that they do, especially with other service, I, I was married to a service member. It's the convenience, right? Convenience. And the fact that a lot of, it's it's all about relatability, right? We don't, you don't have to like sports, you don't have to be into cars, but shoot, you're wearing this uniform, right? You 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 took the same oath yeah. out that I took, like we're, we're part of the same gang, you know? And I think we fall into that and we, we kind of use that to check a box, of, oh man, we have a lot in common. But if you look at that person, if you were a civilian, right? And they were a civilian and you worked at the mall and they worked at Walmart, would you still feel that 
compatibility. And I think a lot of times it probably be no, but we don't find that out mm -hmm. until we didn't had a kid with him. We didn't, you know, 1500 months on child support every yeah. month. And we didn't have all these problems with our chain of command and cause all kind of drama at work for us and all kind of stress and no matter. And women don't have to deal with that stress. Mm -mm. I don't give a fuck if you in the army, out the army, women don't have to deal with the stress of a motherfucker telling you to pay a certain amount of money and you still won't see your child. And then they, when you get in your next relationship, she's like, well, why are you paying this bitch all this money for? You don't even get a chance exactly. to see your kid all the time. Exactly. You know, so I mean, are come on. Are you a deadbeat? Yeah. Why can't you see your yeah. child? What the fuck did you do? I can lay out, man, it's been, I got, I got binders. Because you know, uh, when you stay in long enough, you had those fucking, um, what I wanted to call them, your, leader, your leader's book. Yeah. So I got a child support leader's book. Golly. You got to. You Man. got to because men, when they go in court, they ain't telling nobody what the fuck really went on in that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. If if it was a victory, if the shit was good and you get it, yeah, I'm a finna broadcast this. I'm in a, I'm in a um, child support type group on Facebook. Mm. Men are in that bitch hurt. Man, a lot of people might not like to hear this, but when you look at the numbers, to me, that's gotta justify at least a 15% difference in pay. Like, just just, just to go through all that, you know what I'm saying? They don't even, and that's the part about the military, they don't understand that, they don't regulate it. Yeah, so think about that, right? Think about the fact that men and women in the military, we talk about, uh, you know, the, the pay gender gap, and I'm not trying to dispute that there is one, right? But when you look at the fact that when a lot of people believe that the reason that women aren't able to be as successful in the NBA or have their own sports leagues or whatever else, right, is because men make more money. When you look at the military, right, the military men and women they get paid the same, same across the board, but unless, you, unless like uh, if if I'm a E three, you a E three, we both getting the same pay. Mm -hmm. If I'm a lieutenant, you a lieutenant, we both getting the same pay. Mm -hmm. Now, depending on where you're stationed at, depending on, it's outliers, but it's not a significant bump. But Your base pay right. is at that same level, regardless of, I mean, it's like maybe, maybe, maybe like $150 off between the years that you were in. Right, like if right. you were a, a E5 and you were 10 years, it's different from an E5 that was, five years now how many soldiers did you know or hear about that were men that were married divorced and had to pay child support on allotment all of them all right how many women did you hear about that were married divorced, or married had kids divorced and then had to pay child support to the male one one out of how many <laughs> exactly that hundreds of thousands, right? One like, and I, I and and she. When I tell you, it was it was crazy. It was dumbfounding. We bonded because she had to pay child support just like I wow. had to pay child support. Wow, it's that misery, man. <laughs> like, it's... and the man was in the army. Like wow. he was that one percent that got over because. His shit didn't get caught up with him. Mm. Her shit got caught up with her. You know what I'm saying? And she's not that type of woman. I believe if she pushed the envelope. Was she pretty? 
you Jamaican. Yeah, see, man, that could be a whole nother conversation. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty is is yes, but Jamaican. Yeah, but it's like I said that that whole dynamic we can have. We we can talk about it all the time, and it's a good conversation because like I said my mom. Don't have no babies. Watch these bitches on the outside of the post. All they want to do is get your babies. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da, because my my younger brother's dad was in the army. Mm. So she understood a little bit. But to a man, it's, uh, to a to an 18-year-old full of, full of cum, da, da, what? You yeah. telling me all these women? Yeah. Well, don't threaten me with well, a good time. Let's go. Yeah. 